Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We've got a fantastic guest with us again today and we're talking really about junior golf, the development of the future of the game, how we really get the best out of our juniors. And this has certainly changed over the last few years. And today's guest really is an expert in that field. Now, Philippe Alain has been coaching for over 25 years and he's traveled the world to learn from experts in all different areas of the game. And his passion for learning and sharing has allowed him to become really one of the best in the world when it comes to technique, biomechanics, fitness, nutrition, and psychology. And he's one of the most respected golf coaches in Europe. He spent a lot of time traveling on the European tour, coaching tour players, and he speaks five languages. Now, today we really go deep into really how we get the best out of juniors and a new concept that Philippe has come up with called the stadium concept. And this is really a, I suppose it's a playground um, educational program that really develops not just a golfer, but it develops the the junior in terms of an athlete and, and really works on some of the things um, needed to play great golf, but also just to develop them as a, an, as a person as well, really based around fun, how they can learn in an efficient way, developing their physical, mental, their technique, um, also really helping them develop some commitment, generosity, creativity, and respect as well. So if you've got a, if you're a parent and you've got kids and you want to know how to really get the best out of them, this is going to be a really good podcast for you. So uh, I urge you to take some notes. So without further ado, please welcome Philippe Alain to the podcast. Philippe, welcome to the podcast. How are you? It's great to have you on. I'm perfect. Thank you to you too for inviting me. Thank you very much. No problem. And, and how's things? Well, we are still uh, at home here. Yeah, we are in the south of Spain, so waiting uh, desperately that uh, they open the doors and we will run away <laughs> very far. <laughs> so still waiting to, to get back to the business. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, this podcast is probably going to go out, I'd say, around about July now, but um, who knows what it's going to be like. But hopefully you guys will be able to get back out there and uh, get out into the world by then as well. Yeah, well, it's um, we don't know what the future would be, but definitely it should be different. And it's a it's a new uh, in this world of adversity. Now, it's a moment of uh, thinking differently the future, differently our business, uh, and it's also a, a world of a new opportunities. And I think that yeah. the one who yeah. would be uh, more creative and adapt to the new situation will uh, have a kind. Um, could have success and could uh, make something which has uh, an impact. Yeah, definitely. And this is why we've got you on as well, Philip. You know, we always like to get guests on who are going to provide value or doing things differently. You've been uh, a golf coach for over 25 years. You've been on an interesting journey, been on tour, coached a lot of great golfers, and you've sort of moved into a different area now. Just for the listeners, it'd be great just to give a brief history of, um, of sort of what you've done just to, up to this point, and we'll sort of chat a little bit about some, some other new ventures that you've got going on as well soon yes sure um i'm teaching more than 30 years now uh, my background first of all was uh, from football i'm coming from football started golf uh, when i was uh, 21 years old that's all and um obviously i didn't have the chance to go on tour so my job was to teach and uh, i was really passionate uh, about this and i tried to learn from the best coach from the best uh, doctors also and I try to research and to find um, the best way to make learn people. And um, studying, meeting people, I, I have the chance to start to coach on tour. 
and you know is um, it's about luck one player and another one and another one and uh, and I I spent more than 15 years on tour and stopped to uh, be on tour four years ago for family reasons and uh, coming back to uh, the real life because when you're on tour and you're coach on tour you're we are sport I have to say that when you're on tour you're you are sport then we are we don't have the real uh, feeling of uh, the daily life of a teacher and um, to stop to be on tour <clears throat> make me open my eyes to uh, <clears throat> what was uh, uh, the golf industry uh, I've been asked to uh, manage uh, two academies in new golf courses and I was surprised that there was uh, not a lot of things done for the children for the youth and um, I had to adapt myself and to try to reinvent a, a new job. So um, from that, uh, I started to we start to think differently, and to uh, I was brought to um, to think about the new concept and uh, the stadium concept that uh, uh, we we will speak about uh, was born like this. So. Brilliant. It's been it's been interesting for you, and um, you know. Uh, I think, Pish, go, let's go into a little bit about his coaching, I think, because I think, it, yeah, you know, so. the, you, you've, you're somebody who studied and researches a lot of different stuff, which I think is, is one of your, you know, great strengths as well. Uh, well, I think that we we need to help people. So we know that performance is, is not just about technique. It's about uh, uh, harmony in your life. It's about your physic, uh, physical skills. It's about, about your culture. It's about, uh, it's about your anatomy. It's about your intention your planification, and obviously your emotions. So if you are just uh, focused on the technical side, as we we are as a coach at first, uh, we are limited and our impact is limited. So um, how to improve, how to learn, uh, how to help people, I had to uh, investigate different uh, directions. And it's about neuroscience, it's about uh, great teachers, it's about the psychologists, it's, it's about um, physical coach. And after you make kind of um, your own uh, way to see things and uh, you try to help people uh, the best way you can. So it's a mix of everything. So obviously uh, I was researching uh, a lot of things and one of my, uh, uh, an example that I like to give is that I went to um, Portland to, uh, to pass a diploma of TAC teach is uh, teaching uh, with uh, acoustic guidance, guidance, you say, as, uh, it's more for teaching for animals. So I, I try to, to understand how the brain is learning, which is really a different process that uh, how we are teaching. And I think that we will have the opportunity to speak about that. And so uh, different ways to, to, to send a message and to try to make uh, make learn people and it's amazing obviously we've spent some time with you whether it was in dubai last year when we first met you or whether it was in spain earlier in the year which is actually the last time we saw a golf course by the way yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> what what would you say what would you say are the biggest mistakes that golfers are making when it comes to trying to improve their game so uh the mistake is coming from them but it's coming from uh um the, the magazine is coming from the golf industry. So first thing is that when people think about technique because they want to improve their games, they directly think about technique. 
how to change uh, an angle of attack because now they have they they, they read uh, they they have learned in the magazine that the, the angle of attack for driver should be a plus two or plus three degrees. So it's about technique, everything. And the main mistake is that they forgot how to learn emotion, how to adapt, how to be creative, and how to play just the game. And if you are just focusing some info, um, you you re you really you really will struggle. Um, the brain to learn emotion doesn't need to understand it. When you speak to someone, you will uh, it will remember it will forget it. When you teach someone, you give info, it will understand. When you involve someone. He will learn. So involving someone in terms of learning motion is to make feel, definitely. You don't need to understand. So if I want to feel, the teacher has to find the way, has to find a good setup, a good environment to make you feel different, uh, different sensation and uh, to make you feel uh, what he wants you to feel. And this is all about. And I think that every... Everyone is struggling because they are repeating on the practice range. So a lot of session with one club, playing the same shot, trying to uh, repeat and thinking that they are learning. But it's better to learn in the with a lot of variability, random uh, training. And um, if you want to learn to play golf, it's better to play golf, not just to to hit balls on the practice range. So the main. The main mistake is the way they are practicing and the yeah. way they are yeah. understanding the game, I would say. We've spoke a lot with this lockdown about what you know people say to us, well, what should we do when we get back? So we've been we've been helping people out with maybe things they can do at home, obviously, during this period, but what should they do when they get back? And we actually did a video on this that went out and it was like, well, actually the thing you should do to make, make yourself better at golf is to play golf, <laughs> to actually literally go on the golf course and go on the golf course by yourself because you can learn so much playing golf by yourself. And I don't think a lot of people do that unless they're a member of a golf club and they just have this yeah. nine holes once a week. But if you if you can go and play golf by yourself, the amount of you, things you can learn, frightening. You learn massively. And uh, uh, we forget that the main capacity of the brain is his uh, ability to auto-organize itself. Mm -hmm. So you learn by itself. It's, a, uh, it's an internal, pro internal process. So um, more you have different uh, situations, more you will be able to analyze them, to planify, and to get into action. And it's all the process that we have to teach them. Okay, And obviously, it's about knowing ourselves which way is better to know uh, yourself uh, than to, to be on the golf course on your own. So obviously you want to, to uh, improve and you want to go back to the game, go back to the game. Don't back, go back to uh, info and practice, which is, which, which is a part of the process. We don't ask you not to go on the practice range and not to understand what you do, but it's kind of balance again. And, uh, but if I had uh, a priority, I would, I would keep them uh, uh, on the golf course, definitely, just a golf course and play. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people, there's a few people I, I can spring into my mind now who are 
really good range golfers and then really bad course golfers. You know, on the range, yep. they can hit the shot that they want to hit and repeat it. But when it comes to getting on the golf course and, you know, attacking the conditions, the environment, the pressure, the randomness, they fall apart because they haven't trained that. And I think for the guys exactly. listening to this or the girls listening to this who are, who feel that, who feel that they, their range game is pretty good, but really they're practicing in a completely different game, aren't they? They're not in the same environment. They're not training any, anything that's ready for the golf course. Exactly. Uh, the goal is to, uh, 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 you have to make look like your practice range like uh, your golf course. It means that the training session is here, practice, and the golf course session is here. They has to be closer and closer and closer and to look like the same. It means that sometimes on the golf course, you should make nine holes with a drill that you like to feel how it feels to feel exactly the exercise on the golf course with the yardage, with the target, with the, some uh, hazards, okay? And uh, you get into uh, the notion to put pressure. But what is pressure? It's just a consequence. And so consequence can be very, for one person, it can be just a public. And so for someone else, it can be money. It can be a bet. And so for someone else, it can be just himself. So how we get consequence in the practice range? So it could be one shot on one target. And if you don't do it well, you can you have a, you have something, a consequence. It can be uh, always a lot of random and try to be prepared for something that you cannot, uh, which is not predictable. So on the practice range, how you do something which is not predictable is quite tough. So you have to make some games, you have to put a consequence and after to put this game on the golf course and after on the golf course to play. So you have three swings, the swings on the practice range, the swing on the practice range with a little consequence, the swing on the practice uh, round, and the swing on the practice round under pressure. So how many times you have the chance to, to, <laughs> to work on the fourth swing? It's always different, so you have to adapt and uh, you have to put the practice into the golf course and the golf course into the practice range. It is kind of uh, exercise and the teacher has to help them to do that because a lot of times they cannot do that alone. Yeah, need that guidance. Yeah. yeah. And would you say this is similar with junior golfers as well? You know, do junior golfers have the same issues? Are there any, and are there any other issues with junior golf? Definitely, because junior golfers, they are more into, uh, into the website, into uh, all the videos, the bad information and the good information that they have. Uh, they are aware about science, about the, they know how to manage with the, themselves with the launch monitor. So sometimes you see junior golfers with a trackman or a launch monitor behind themselves uh, looking for figures, looking for something that perhaps wouldn't, would not help them. So the juniors are always, and I'm speaking from 12 to 16 years old, before it's good because they are just playing. They don't think a lot about this. And we have to load the adults and the, our teenagers to go back to uh, the young ch childhood. They have to come back and to feel how it was to be a, a, a child. And I think that it's the education, uh, the marketing, uh, which makes um, take this direction. And uh, we are selling, the, the industry is selling secrets 
uh, through technology or through uh, one drill or two drills. And uh, it's tough for them to make the difference between uh, which what is wrong, what is good, uh, what they have to do. And a lot of times they, they try 25 solutions instead of to try just one, even if it's not a good one, just to try one will have a massive impact because you are making always the same process and the brain start to get used to the same process. It starts to trust. So it's better to make one thing which is not so good than uh, 36 very good. 36 things are very good. Yeah, we know there's a lot of golfers out there have tried more than one thing on the golf course. I know that. Maybe two I'm, each I'm hole. The first. I'm the first. <laughs> yes, we all are. <laughs> Three of them right here. <laughs> so let's talk about then uh, Philippe, let's talk about stadi- the stadium concept because we were lucky enough to experience this in November last year and, and really have a great time. And this is the first time it was brought to our attention. And uh, it's an amazing concept that you've been working on for the last however many years. Um, mm-hmm. Just talk about that, what it is, what, you know, explain what it is and really what you're trying to achieve from this stadium concept. Yeah, well, it's uh, all about what we, we spoke already. Uh, the stadium concept is um, was born, as I told you, uh, because I came back to the real life of golf. And uh, especially in Europe, uh, the young girls are not really welcome on the practice range. They cannot make noise, they cannot run. So uh, sometimes it's very boring and you, you have always the same lesson of uh, six, seven children in a row hitting balls. And uh, at the end you say, OK, stop, we make a, let's go and make a putting contest. So it's really boring, it's not really motivating. And if we want to grow the, the game, if we want to uh, get uh, interest into, for the young, for the youngest, it would be to, to find the motivation. So I was thinking about this and how we can motivate them. So to create a place for them. So there is a stadium field where they, are, uh, they can make sport, they can uh, play, they can make noise. So we create a place and I uh, wanted to uh, try to bring them something uh, um, a, a real education about golf, about the technique, obviously, but about the body. Uh, a lot of young golfers are, doesn't know how they do not know how to move. And I would say that our first goal as a teacher for for the youth is to create athletes to make them move a lot. Um, so I wanted to create a program where they can move, where they can learn to move, where they can love to to hit the ball. And uh, the third thing to be more complete, to to learn how to manage themselves, how to know themselves. So we are speaking about the mind, uh, cognitive uh, capacities and cognitive competencies. So the stadium concept is a learning system where we take care about the cognitive development, the physical skills development, the body development, and the golf skills development through games. It's a system of nine exercises uh, exercise for the mind, for the brain, for the brain, so for the body, and for the golf. And you have to a- achieve in less time possible nine exercises. So we ask you to be quick. We ask you to be accurate. We ask you to be smart. <clears throat> and at the end of the the circuit, you have a time. And uh, if you do well, the body exercise we take off time. If you get the targets, uh, we take off time. And so it's just uh, the result of your performance overall between the brain and the, the body and the golf skills. I think what the beauty. I have a few, I have a few image of uh, someone going through that. 
Piers, I can I can show you. I can show everyone. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I've got. I've got a video of me doing uh, one of the runs, and I'm going to be posting this on Instagram and Facebook as this as this podcast goes live. I'll post that on our social media okay. as well, so you'll see okay. me running around. Okay, I will send you more videos if you want. Yeah. <laughs> the ones where I, I have the bad one. <laughs> <laughs> they were all bad. I put the good one up. They were all bad. <laughs> But I think the beauty about this as well, Philippe, is that it's it sounds scientific and, and high-tech, which it is. Obviously, it's backed by science, which is important. But at the same time, it's it's almost like the kids are getting they're getting what's what's really good for them without even knowing it. So the exercise, they're getting that without them having to think about, I've got to exercise. It's not boring. It's Everything is based around fun. And the, as a consequence of all these fun games, they're getting the benefits of the brain, the golf, yes. the body, and all these things, which is which is all packaged together really. <clears throat> excuse me, all packaged together really nicely in this stadium concept. Which I think it's. I was thinking before we jumped on the podcast podcast here. I was like, if I had kids, I would want them to be in the stadium concept because it's developing all the things that we believe as coaches. But most importantly, they're going to really enjoy the game. It's, they're going to enjoy yeah. golf as opposed to going on the it range is. and hitting balls. So as you said, there is a science behind and uh, I'm sorry about uh, <clears throat> for my teammates because we, we are a team uh, who made this happen and uh, the, all the protocols, the mind protocols have been made by Christian Marquardt, who is the inventor of Sampet Lab. All the, the golfers know him. He's one of the best motor learning experts in the world. He has an educational program for children in uh, Germany who are suffering from hips handwriting hips. So it's really, really uh, someone um, with a lot of knowledge. All the body protocols has been made by a, a TPI board member, a French guy, Louis Gambartella, who is a physical coach, osteopath. Uh, he has been helped by Giorgio De Pieri, a golf coach, physical coach, osteopath. And it's all this different background of these people from different countries, different culture, different backgrounds, which make that the program was complete and all this science behind the, the exercises. Um, we wanted the, we wanted the people to learn without knowing that there's all this science. So yes, effectively motivated by the game because there is a secret, they play and they learn without knowing that they are learning. And Einstein uh, was said always that, that the best way to learn the most um, accurate way to learn is by gaming. So um, you have to adapt. And what we just propose uh, a situation, we don't, do not propose solution and you have to deal with that. And uh, if you learn, it's better. And after the teacher has, as Pierce said before, is just a guide. And as teacher, we should be more guide, more giving a guidance than the, to teach and to give info. And it's all the balance, which is tough to find. And uh, I can tell you, if I have to give back the money for all my bad uh, lessons I gave, <laughs> I should go to the bank. So it's, it's very tough to find the, the balance and to give up, to make learn people. And it's a really different process than to teach. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's interesting. When, when we did it, there were 70 plus um, adults doing this at the Odomar Piguet Invitational. 
and we couldn't have had, I mean, you know, you're thinking 70 plus people there, are we going to be engaged? We were all, we were loving it. You know, it was the competitiveness came out, but it also highlights where you need to be better as well in certain areas. You know, you can, you could probably do the same circuit five or six times and go, actually, I need to be better at that sort of stuff. And then the good job, the thing that you guys can do is you can relate that to them as the, as, as, as the coach on how they can improve in that area. But you know, as far as adults getting involved, it was brilliant. Even to the point when we did it the next day with Henrik Stenson, or sorry, two days later, Henrik Stenson wasn't down as one of the ambassadors to do it. He was saying, I, I told him, you're not doing this. And he says, why not? I want to do it. And he went in there and he won it. <laughs> but, you know. Yes, it was fun. It's, it's, I think for any, for any um, parent out there, they'll, because there's going to be the, you know, when, when a parent takes a child to a golf lesson, they expect them to play golf. So the resistance will be when they see that little Johnny and Emily aren't necessarily doing golf shots all the time. They will start to question that. But I think the evidence is there enough now. And I really like the way that you speak to the parents. So you educate the parents so the we parents are fully on board. And that's massively important, isn't it? Yes, we have to because... Uh, when when people when the parents see uh, they see the the stadium concept running everywhere, uh, they say, "But it's not golf." The first thing is that I answer, "Yes, it's not golf." You're right because if you want to learn golf, it's better to be on the golf course. Is what we say at the beginning. But it's a, the way to improve quickly. It's a way to uh, to help your child and to help the students, which is our goal. Uh, golf is a late specialization uh, sport. Okay. So it's better to build the body, uh, and we will come back to to this after. But to build the body, to build athletes, and to be golf to to build golfers after. Uh, if you start uh, classical dance, I would say you it's better to start early because it's not a late specialization uh, sport or uh, art. But golf, I would prefer uh, a child or teenager of 13, 14 years old, making tennis, football, uh, a lot of athletism, and starting golf with me because I know that I will really, really optimize him. In in uh, the other hand, if you have a child who has made just, he can be very good at golf, but if he just made golf from the young age, he will be certainly limited. Mm. So they have to run, they have to throw, they have to jump, they have to get balance, and uh, is are there are all the um, competencies and the motor patterns that we chose to develop the body. So, and the body protocols have they have uh, an objective. The first objective is to develop the fundamentals movement that we we will use uh, due to the aggression of the daily life. The first aggression that the child has is when he's sat at school five hours in a row. So they are losing the fundamentals movement. So we have to develop these fundamentals movements. We have to uh, protect them against their daily life. And we have to develop athletes. And all about, all this protocol of the stadium concept has been uh, uh, developed in this direction. So we have just to speak to the parents that uh, the body has to be uh, protected, developed, and after optimized being an athlete. And we have to teach them also to, to say to them that when we were born, our brain was more or less empty. 
the first source of info is the body, the five senses. Mm. If the five senses doesn't work properly, the quality of information that the brain is receiving is limited. So the brain is not developing in a good way. The brain is not developing because uh, it's learning. No, well, a different way. The, the brain develops itself because it's learning. Okay? It, it, how you say? It's not because the brain works well that you are learning. No, it's different. You learn and you make the brain le- work well. So if the body doesn't work well, the brain is not optimized. Obviously, if the brain is not optimized, the body doesn't work well. So it's very important to know that the body is first and the first source of info. And I was so amazed on tour that I had to struggle with the uh, problems with good players, really very top players, with some uh, issues that they should have been uh, uh, fixed in the young age. We speak about balance, we speak about coordination, we speak about concentration, memorization, you cannot learn something if you don't remember it. So you have to work on the memorization. So it's kind of, once again, an harmony that we have to find. And uh, the stadium concept is not providing sol- uh, solution. It's just providing environment where um, the student has to react, to adapt, and to create an answer to a situation that we propose to him. Yeah, and I think, you, you know what, it's... It's interesting because you look at the top 10 in the world and, the, and how we actually speak about golfers now. We don't actually call them golfers. We call them athletes. Yeah, you know? And I think, I think there's been a shift certainly in how we speak about golf and speak about golfers. And, and the buy-in is already there from the kids. The kids experience this. They're all in. They're like, I want to do that again. You know, I want to do it again. You know, <laughs> And um, it's, it is the parents which is getting the buy-in from, isn't it? It's like, well, look, yeah. you know, it's convincing them. But hopefully with, with the stadium concept and, you know, and the education be, that, that you guys provide and hopefully just by being on this podcast, we can help educate some of the parents to go, well, develop these skills early on because it's so much easier to coach them, so much easier to coach them at a later stage. I really appreciate the opportunity you gave to me uh, discussing this, uh, this because it's not about just the stadium concept, it's about education in general. Uh, and uh, what we want is our goal is to go to golf schools. We go to golf schools in Ireland now. We go to golf school in South Africa. We uh, will build the first stadium concept in Sacramento in a high school. So it means that a lot of people just can see that there is an impact uh, which can be uh, important in the the life for the teenagers. Um, and uh, in the using the the stadium concept for two years now, three years really with their children, we had parents asking us what we have done because they were uh, more uh, performant at school. Yeah. They were more concentrated yeah. at school. And they were, uh, they were more happy because uh, they have fun when they make the stadium. It's, uh, the social relation is, is, has changed. And uh, the answer that we provide always is uh, we didn't do anything. We just, they just played. Yeah, and in this, yeah. how we we create um, a, a playground where they have to adapt and have fun, and if we can provide good um, good tips, let's say let's call yeah. them tips, yeah. it's better. 
Yeah. And they have to take it like this. They don't know. They don't have to know what what exists behind or the the pro, the concept. Very good. Love it. Love it. Love it. So for the for the guys listening to this, then um, Philippe, wh- wh- where where can they find out about Stadium Concept? And I know you mentioned the Sacramento. It's going to be there's going to be one Sacramento, San Francisco. So Sacramento. 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 High school. So uh, where can they we... find out about this a little more? Okay, so in France, there is uh, 26 uh, places where they are using the um, the stadium concept. Uh, the Blue Green uh, Resort, the Blue Green Chain has uh, developed this. So you can find it in these uh, 26 uh, golf courses. You can find it in, uh, in Italy. Uh, you can find it in Spain, in south of Spain. Even if we don't have the, the field, uh, you will find it in, uh, in Ireland. Uh, you will find it in uh, South Africa when the the or the this problem w- of a virus will be will end. Uh, we will find it in Los Angeles, uh, Sacramento, and we should find it in Las Vegas. So it's just uh, it's just new, and uh, we are preparing the future. So uh, for the players and for young, it will be uh, in France. It will be the more most. Uh, easy way to find it but we hope that we will have the the opportunity to develop it everywhere if you need anybody to, to sort of go and test out the las vegas one me and pierce will happen yeah. to do that for you <laughs> <laughs> we have a full plane i we, i have the plane already full. <laughs> yeah. and, and what's the website that they can go and check it out then philippe the state the stadiumconcept.com perfect we'll see if we can put that in the notes in the uh, in the show notes for this as well that'd be great absolutely Okay, Pierce, do you, do you want to go into quick fire? Quick fire, let's go quick fire then. We're going to finish this off then. Okay, perfect. If I die, we cut, we cut. If it's not good, <laughs> yeah. Okay, first one. Best advice you could give a parent? Uh, to uh, give uh, love to their children and just to uh, make them have fun. Don't look for the result. Never ask the result. When they come back from a golf co- uh, golf competition, did you have fun? That's all. It's not their role to ask for results. There is teachers to motivate them. They have to give love and uh, and trust like to, to their children. Brilliant. I like that. Do you know what? That's a, just, a, just a quick one. I think that's so important though, isn't it? Because we get so focused on how have you done today? What did you score? And it's, I think it would be so refreshing if the kids could come back through the door and not have that pressure on them. And it could yeah. be, have you had some fun today? Well, what a difference that could make to a child's life. A lot, a lot. It, it, it keeps the motivation and uh, it shows them that the parents care. Yeah. It's not just a result. So to give them a trust, confidence in themselves and love. Really like that. Okay, best advice you've ever received in golf? Uh, have fun. It's <laughs> <laughs> the same that we give. <laughs> it's a very hard uh, time, by the way. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's fun because when you say, uh, don't think about the result. What? I want the result. So I'm competitive. So it's, it's, a, it's a misunderstanding to say, um, don't, don't think about the result. Think about the results. You have to be competitive if you want to get results. If you would just want to have fun, have fun. So the best uh, advice I, I received, I don't know. 
<laughs> have fun would be good, but I just understood it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took you a while to get to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it took me a while to have fun. <laughs> Yes. So if we can put them to put it in the heads of people earlier, it's good. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, best on-course advice you could give a golfer? Uh, Apart from have fun. <laughs> be creative. Be creative. I like it. Beautiful. Worst advice you hear in golf? Uh, you move. <laughs> Keep your head uh, still. It's, it's hurting a lot. Yeah, it's hurting yes. a lot. Because uh, I think that uh, motion is about motion. Okay, so we have to give the freedom to move, to move, to move. So when the standstill is killing, is a killer. Yeah, I agree. Okay, and final question then. Philippe, build the perfect golfer who you've either witnessed or experienced. So the best driver of the golf ball, choose somebody for that, who, who you've seen, the best iron player who you've seen, the best short game who you've seen, and the best putter you've seen. Uh, putter, I like very much Jason Day. Um, as a driver, Rory, just yeah. amazing. <laughs> As a long iron player, Rory, but Tiger also is very, very impressive. Uh, mid iron and short iron, I would say Francesco uh, Kiko Molinari. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. crazy. Uh, and short game. Um, short game, short game. Ballesteros. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, because uh, when we when I speak about Balesteros' short game, is I speak about creativity and something that you are not expecting. Yeah. So for me, uh, to be creativism uh, is really really so important that I would give this image, even perhaps it was not the best short game as we think, but I I stay with Sevi. It's pretty good. It's interesting, isn't it? You listen to the best players. Faldo, I remember Faldo doing an interview saying he's playing in a tournament with Seve and Seve's ball was kind of, I think he was he was plugged in the back of the bunker. Or he got, I, I'm not, I don't even need to explain the shot, but the whole idea was Faldo was looking at his caddy going, I cannot wait to see what he's going to do here. And I think yeah. that's what players felt about him, didn't it? Because he would just do something. And I think he ended up like putting it into the face of the bunker and it came out and rolled out to two or three feet. It was something bizarre what he did. But as you said there, the creativity, and that is only born of just doing, getting on the golf course and just doing yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. And the, he, was, he was using always his three iron. Yes. So I, I saw some, uh, I saw on tour, um, he was making contests with players. Him with the three iron in the bunker, contest in the bunker. Him with three iron and the sandwich with for another player. He was ripping them with the three iron. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I saw I saw a few things very amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a absolutely sorely missed, sorely missed. And, okay, so look, thank thank you so much for your time. Obviously, if much. anybody wants to find out more about Stadium Golf, you've said about the locations. 
Is there a be- is there is there anywhere else they can look at this uh, website or on your uh, social blue, media? Blue green website is the is the the chain of golf in France and the okay. stadiumconcept.com it would be the best way to to be in touch with us and to see where they can uh, use it. Stadiumconcept.com and who knows there may be someone listening to this who thinks it's a good idea for their school or their golf yeah. club or something like that. Yeah, so most welcome. We most will welcome. be uh, yeah. We are just finished a formation online for teachers uh, in South Africa and Ireland this morning. We spent uh, three hours speaking about everything and how it was uh, done. So we hope that uh, very, very soon we will have uh, many stadiums all over the world. I'm sure you will. It will be a dream. Excited. It'll happen. And you know what? If I ever have kids, I'll be bringing, taking mine to them as well. Well, it was my my first idea. I say where I should bring my daughter if uh, if there is a, a golf school. I say I want to create something where I would be sure that she will learn, she will be developed, she will have fun. So it was born like this. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what, Philip? Though, what's going to happen is you'll take his kids there and you'll say, "You wait in the car. I'm going first. <laughs> yeah, too right. <laughs> Let me show you how to do it. <laughs> watch me. Watch me. <laughs> Well, when, when, when we study all the, the circuits like this, we have so much fun with the teachers doing it before. And it uh, obviously, I can tell you, adults, and we, we saw the adults going through, uh, it's really competitive. It's competitive. Mm. It's, just, it's just fun. So It is. It is. Great then, Philippe. Thank you so much for your Thank time. You. Thank you very, very much to you. Thank stay you. safe and hopefully you're back out there soon in the world. You too. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you found some great value in it. And if you did, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Also, let us know your feedback by leaving us a rating or review over on iTunes. And remember, if you want to go deeper and really improve your game, head over to meandmygolf.com and start your free trial and check out one of the many plans that are seeing incredible results. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to speaking to you next week.